0: Chapter twenty nine of K. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Annie Rue. K. By Mary Roberts Rinehart. Chapter twenty nine. Late September had come with the street, after its summer indolence taking up the burden of the year. At 8.30, and at 1, the school bell called the children. Little girls in pigtails carrying freshly sharpened pencils went primly toward the school, gathering, comet-fashioned, a tale of unwilling brothers as they went. An occasional football hurtled through the air. Lemoyne had promised the baseball club a football outfit, Rumor said, but would not coach them himself this year. A story was going about that Mr. Lemoyne intended to go away the street had been furiously busy for a month. The cobblestones had gone, and from curb to curb stretched smooth asphalt. The fascination of writing on it with chalk still obsessed the children. Every few yards was a hopscotch diagram. Generally speaking, too, the street had put up new curtains, and even here and there had added a coat of paint. To this general excitement, the strange case of Mr. Lemoyne had added its quota one day he was in the gas office making out statements that were absolutely ridiculous what with no baking all last month and every sunday spent in the country nobody could have used that amount of gas they could come and take their old meter out and the next there was the news of mr lemoyne had been only taking a holiday in the gas office paying off old scores the baritone at mrs mckees hazarded and that he was really a very great surgeon and had saved Dr. Max Wilson. The street, which was busy at the time deciding whether to leave the old sidewalks, or to put down cement ones, had one evening of mad excitement over the matter of Kay, not the sidewalks, and then had accepted the new situation. But over the news of Kay's approaching departure it mourned. What was the matter with things, anyhow? Here was Christine's marriage, which it promised so well, awnings and palms and everything, turning out badly. True, Palmer Howe was doing better, but he would break out again, and Johnny Rosenfeld was dead, so that his mother came on washing days and and brought no cheery gossip, but bent over her tubs, dry eyed and silent. Even the approaching move to a larger house failed to thrill her. There was Tilly, too, but one did not speak of her. She was married now, of course, But the street did not tolerate such a reversal of the usual processes as tilly has indulged in it censured mrs mckee severely for having been so to speak an accessory after the fact the street made a resolve to keep kay if possible if he had shown any high and mightiness as they called it since the change in his estate it would have let him go without protest but when a man is the real thing "'so that the newspapers gave a column "'to his having been in the city almost two years "'and still goes about the same shabby clothes "'with the same friendly greeting for everyone. "'It demonstrates clearly, as the baritone put it, "'he's got no swelled head on him, that's sure. "'Anybody can see by the way he drives that machine of Wilson's "'that he's been used to a car, likely a foreign one. "'All the swells had foreign cars.' Still, the baritone, who was almost as fond of conversation as of what he termed vocal, and another thing, did you notice the way he takes Dr. Ed around? Has him at every consultation? The old boy's tickled to death. A little later, Kay, coming up the street as he had that first day, heard the baritone singing, Home is the hunter, home from the hill, and the sailor home from the sea. Home? "'Why, this was home.' The street seemed to stretch out its arms to him. The Elanthus tree waved in the sunlight before the little house. Tree and house were old. September had touched them. Christine sat sewing on the balcony. A boy with a piece of chalk was writing something on the new cement under the tree. He stood back, head on one side, when he had finished, and inspected his work. Kay caught him up from behind and, swinging him around, "'Hey!' "'he said severely. "'Don't you know better than to ride all over the street? "'What'll I do to you? "'Give you to a policeman? "'Ah, let me down, Mr. K. "'You tell the boys that if I find this street scrawled over any more, "'the picnic's off. "'Ah, Mr. K., I mean it. "'Go and spend some of that chalk energy of yours in school.' "'He put the boy down. "'There was a certain tenderness in his hands, "'as in his voice when he dealt with children.' "'All his severity did not conceal it. "'Get along with you, Bill. "'Last bell's rung.' "'As the boy ran off, "'Kay's eye fell on what he had written on the cement. "'At certain part of his career, "'the child of such a neighborhood as the street "'cancels names. "'It is a part of his birthright. "'He does it as he whittles his school desk "'or tries to smoke the long-dried fruit "'of the Indian cigar tree. "'So, Kay read, in chalk, and the smooth street. Max Wilson Marriage. Sydney Page Love. Note, the A, L, and S, and N of Max Wilson are crossed through, as are the S, D, N, and A of Sydney Page. The childish scrawl stared up at him impudently, a sacred thing profaned by the day. Kay stood and looked at it. The baritone was still singing, but now it was... I'm twenty-one and she's eighteen. It was a cheerful air, as should be the air that had accompanied Johnny Rosenfeld to his long sleep. The light was gone from Kay's face again. After all, the street meant for him not so much home as it meant Sydney. And now, before very long, that book in his life, like others, would have to be closed. He turned and went heavily into the little house. Christine called him from her balcony. "'I thought I heard your step outside. "'Have you time to come out?' "'Kay went through the parlor and stood in the long window. "'His steady eyes looked down at her. "'I see very little of you now,' she complained, "'and when he did not reply immediately. "'Have you made any definite plans, Kay?' "'I shall do Max's work until he is able to take hold again. "'After that, will you go away?' "'I think so. "'I'm getting a good many letters, one way and another,' i suppose now i'm back in harness i'll stay my old place is closed i'd go back there they want me but it seems so futile christine to leave as i did because i felt i had no right to go on as things were and now to crawl back on the strength of having had my hand forced and to take up things again not knowing that i've a bit more right to it than, than when i left i went to see max yesterday you know what he thinks about all that "'He took an uneasy turn up and down the balcony. "'But who?' he demanded. "'Who would do such a thing? "'I tell you, Christine, it isn't possible.' "'She did not pursue the subject. "'Her thoughts had flown ahead to the little house without Kay, "'to days without his steps on the stairs, "'or the heavy creak of his big chair overhead, "'as he dropped into it. "'But perhaps it would be better if he went. "'She had her own life to live. "'She had no expectation of happiness.' But somehow or other she must build on the shaky foundation of her marriage a house of life, with resignation serving for content, perhaps with fear lurking always. That she knew, but with no active misery. Misery applied affection, and her love for Palmer was quite dead. Sydney will be here this afternoon. Good. His tone was noncommittal. Has it occurred to you, Kay, that Sydney is not very happy? he stopped in front of her. She's had a great anxiety. She has no anxiety now. Max is doing well. Then what is it? I'm not sure, but I think I know. She's lost faith in Max, and she's not like me. I... I knew about Palmer before I married him. I got a letter. It's all rather hideous. I needn't go into it. I was afraid to back out. It was just before my wedding but sidney has more character than i have max isn't what she thought he was and i doubt whether she'll marry him Kay glanced toward the street where sidney's name and max's lay open to the sun and to the smiles of the street christine might be right but that did not alter things for him christine's thoughts went back inevitably to herself to palmer who was doing better just now to Kay, who was going away "'went back with an ache to the night Kay had taken her in his arms "'and then put her away. "'How wrong things were. "'What a mess life was. "'When you go away,' she said at last, "'I want you to remember this. "'I'm going to do my best, Kay. "'You have taught me all I know. "'All my life I'll have to overlook things, I know that. "'But in his way, Palmer cares for me. "'He will always come back. "'And perhaps sometime her voice trailed off. Far ahead of her, she saw the years stretching out, marked not by days and months, but by Palmer's wanderings away, his remorseful returns. Do a little more than forgetting, Kay said. Try to care for him, Christine. You did once, and that's your strongest weapon. It's always a woman's strongest weapon, and it wins in the end. I shall try, Kay, she answered obediently but he turned away from the look in her eyes harriet was abroad she had sent cards from paris to her trade it was an innovation two or three people in the street who received her engraved announcements that she was there buying new chic models for the autumn and winter afternoon frocks evening gowns reception dresses and wraps from poiret A. martial et armand and others left the envelopes casually on the parlor table, as if communications from Paris were quite to be expected. So Kay lunched alone and ate little. After lunch he fixed a broken ironing stand for Katie, and in return she pressed a pair of trousers for him. He had it in mind to ask Sidney to go out with him in Max's car, and his most presentable suit was very shabby i'm thinking said katy when she brought the pressed garments up over her arm and passed them in through a discreet crack in the door that these pants will stand more walkin than sittin mr Kay. they're gettin mighty thin i'll take a duster along in case of an accident he promised her and to-morrow i'll order a suit katy i'll believe it when i see it said katy from the stairs "'Some fool of a woman from the alley will come in tonight "'and tell you she can't pay her rent, "'and she'll take your suit away in her pocketbook, "'as like as not to pay an installment on a piano. "'There's two new pianos in the alley since you came here.' "'I promise it, Katie.' "'Show it to me,' said Katie laconically, "'and don't go picking up anything you drop.' "'Sydney came home at half-past two, "'came delicately flushed, as if she had hurried,' "'and with a tremulous smile that caught Katie's eye at once. "'Bless the child,' she said. "'There's no need to ask how he is today. "'You're all one smile.' "'The smile set just a trifle. Katie, someone has written my name out on the street in chalk. "'It's with Dr. Wilson's, and it looks so silly. "'Please go out and sweep it off.' "'I'm about crazy with their old chalk. "'I'll do it after a while.' Please do it now. I don't want anyone to see it. Is-is Mr. K. upstairs? But when she learned that K. was upstairs, oddly enough, she did not go up at once. She stood in the lower hall and listened. Yes, he was there. She could hear him moving about. Her lips parted slightly as she listened. Christine, looking in from her balcony, saw her there, and seeing something in her face that she had never suspected. "'Put her hand to her throat. Sydney. "'Oh, hello, Chris. "'Won't you come and sit with me? "'I haven't much time. "'That is, I want to speak to Kay. "'You can see him when he comes down.' "'Sidney came slowly through the parlor. "'It occurred to her all at once "'that Christine must see a lot of Kay, "'especially now. "'No doubt he was in and out of the house often. "'And how pretty Christine was.' She was unhappy, too. All that seemed to be necessary to win Kay's attention was to be unhappy enough. Well, surely in that case. How is Max? Still better. Sidney sat down on the edge of the railing, but she was careful, Christine saw, to face the staircase. There was silence on the balcony. Christine sewed. Sidney sat and swung her feet idly. Dr. Ed says Max wants you to give up your training and marry him now i'm not going to marry him at all chris upstairs Kay's door slammed it was one of the failings that he always slammed doors harriet used to be quite disagreeable about it sidney slid from the railing there he is now perhaps in all her frivolous selfish life christine had never had a bigger moment than the one that followed she could have said nothing and in the queer way that life goes k might have gone away from the street as empty of heart as he had come to it be very good to him Sidney," she said unsteadily he cares so much end of chapter twenty nine